told you I'll share every single day. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter how I sound. It doesn't matter what's happening. I'm going to share it because I need to be able to look back at this one day and be like, wow, there was a time when I couldn't do this and now I'm doing that. Well, I had my fascial appointment today. I've been in bed for so many days and you know, I did everything I could to get up and get out so I could take my son to school or well, to clothes shopping. So that was my intention. Right now, I'm just diddy bopping back and forth because I had my fascial remodeling appointment today and I was right. There were adhesions that were so deep in the back of my head from when I fell and used my lips to catch the fall as opposed to my hands and they were causing my neck to spasm and go all crazy and then got some really deep adhesions out on the pelvic floor there's still something else going on up front but the problem was I did everything I could for my son to take him clothes shopping I did all that salt tablet taken I did all this stuff and then my son went out and did something that was absolutely stupid, absurd, asinine, a typical teenage 15-year-old mentality, screwed something up, and it has totally thrown me for a loop. I have no idea which end is up, which way to go. I am so livid. I'm trying to get the school supplies together. I can't get everything together. Then I'm trying to look at the bills and I can't figure out the bills. And then I've got to try to cook this supper. I'm, I'm just livid. I can't focus. I can't get my head together. And I feel like I'm losing my mind. I've been crying because I'm so disappointed in my son. And it's, it's nothing tragic it's just something a 15 year old boy shouldn't have done which every 15 year old including myself has done i was not stupid enough to get caught and it was just a disappointment to me because you know what when you sit there and you do everything you can for your child when you are struggling with this illness and it's all you can do to get up and do something and then to have them repay you by disrespecting you by not following the rules just burns my gizzard and just makes me livid. I can't keep up. I'm so mad that I've got people messaging me that this one woman, bless her heart, I think everybody else has given up on her and nobody's listened to her and or helped her. It's one of those where she's you know, she needs help. So you go ahead, she's thirsty. So you give her a bottle of water. Well, that's really nice, but I can't open that bottle of water. So then you open it for her. Well, then that's not good enough. You need to pick it up and and pour it down her mouth for her. She's one of those that every time you give her a solution to the problem that she's come to you for, she's always got a reason why it won't work. So I'm trying to help her because I don't think anybody else is helping her anymore. And it's beyond my limits. I can't do it anymore. She's wanting to have somebody's couch to come sleep on. She's a local person and I don't know her from Adam and I can't have her in my home. I can barely handle what I'm doing day to day. And right now I'm so mad because a simple 
teenage disrespectful little incident has made me just completely just gone off the charts because I can't focus. I was coming, today was my day to work on my paperwork. Today was my day to make a difference because I was up. I was making things happen. And then this happened. And I just can't focus. I can't comprehend. I'm so disappointed in my son. Again, it wasn't anything major. It's just a stupid little thing a 15-year-old does, but it's just messed with my head. And my husband keeps saying, Christy, you just, you can't do it all. You've got to stop. He says, it's got to be, you know, part of the EDS. And at times you have to realize that you can't get something done. So I've got 15 things that I'm trying to do and I'm not getting area one done. But I was so excited because just before I popped in to chat with you, I finally figured out how to make it so my son can only use his phone to call. Oh, the oven's off. Uh -huh. Want to make sure I'm cooking his pork chop. Ooh, let me start the air fryer for the French fries. So there is that part of me that was just going crazy because I was like, man, I do not want to call Apple. The last time I called Apple, I lost my entire ID and had to go get a whole new phone. And, you know, I know more about it than most people when you call Apple. I found that out. That's a story for another day. But it was just the point that I was just down. My husband was like, you need to go to bed. You need to just stop and regroup. And I just sat down. And when I figured out how to make it so my son could only use the phone to call me and his father. I was like, thank goodness, I'm not completely broken yet. I can get through this. I've just gotta take a deep breath. Now I gotta drink a swallow of water, excuse me. I yelled at my son like there was no tomorrow. I have never been so loud and so vocal and never so disappointed and that I'm sitting there and my body is falling apart. I got so stressed when I was talking with him that my body just started going. My left side started going. Then I was having to be escorted to the bed because I was just shrinking like the Wicked Witch and the Wizard of Oz when they threw the water on her. It was like all of a sudden, I'm melting, I'm melting. And there it was. I was just going down. And, and you know that as a kid, you're watching your mother while she's trying to discipline you and she's, you know, scrunching up into a ball because because it's, now it's not funny that my body was doing that, but it's like, how threatening am I as I'm doing that? I'm hoping if anything, my son felt compassion and was like, you know what? I better never do that again because it's really destroying my mother physically. And that just bums me out that my body can't take stress like it used to. It can't take stress like it used to. But I'm so daggone happy that I figured out how to restrict his phone to where he can only call me and or his father that I had to tell you because ah, it's like, okay, I can get through this. I can manage this. The problem is I can't focus 
and try to help this poor woman that needs a place to live. And I can't do all of these other things. I can't have all my irons in the fire anymore because I'm getting burnt, slam burnt. It's incredible what this illness does to our bodies. But I'll tell you what, my pain is, is quite minimal. Those adhesions that were in my neck were pulling so badly, I couldn't chew. It was hurting my upper jaw. Adhesions at the base of my skull, at the occipital area, is where the adhesions were. They were affecting my jaw. That is why I try to tell you that adhesions are so drastically important to get rid of for the simple reason that they do so much damage. What was hurting me in my hip area was coming from my neck. What was hurting in my jaw was coming from the back of my head. I couldn't quite focus on working on my fascial remodeling thing because I was still upset about my son and that situation. And again, a typical 15-year-old little thing, but I physically couldn't handle it. It was taking, you're helping me. I'm taking the Liam Perrins out of the refrigerator so I can <laughs> put it on the pork chop. But you feel like a failure when your body starts. I mean, I can't handle stress. You know, I, my, really? And then for my husband, if I had listened to him, he's like, just, just go back and lie down. Go back and lie down. Well, if I had listened to him this time, I wouldn't have been able to figure out how to uh, cut the controls because part of my son's punishment Hold on, I gotta put the phone down so I can flip the pork chop over. Part of his punishment is he's lost phone privileges. So, there you have it. And I figured it out. But it's just so disappointing. Why do our bodies do that with this illness? I don't quite get it, you know? And now I don't want to give up because I feel like I made a successful difference. I was able to figure out how to, to monitor the phone, you know, not, I'm not listening on his phone conversations or anything like that. I just mean that now I'm able to give him the phone so I can have contact with him. God forbid if anything was to happen to him because he's not allowed to talk to anybody else at the moment. And you know, it shouldn't be too bad. This is the first time in 15 years that my son has ever been punished. This is the first time that I have ever felt the need to punish my son. So I guess that isn't so bad. And please forgive me for all the background noise, but I, my husband went to go pick him up. I haven't had a chance to do the podcast today because when I got up this morning, I spent all of the time before I had to go for my fascial remodeling, reminding my son of how this will never happen again while I was unplugging his computer and this, that, and the other. And you know, I cried about this. I cried about punishing my son. And he deserves the punishment. And he knows he deserves the punishment. 
But 15-year-old boys, I guess, will do what 15-year-old boys will do. And it really wasn't anything except he needs to be punished for it. And it affected my body and started killing my body to where my body didn't want to function. And I guess that's part of this illness and something that we have to just learn to accept. But sadly, I can't really correspond with anybody over Facebook right now because I've got to give the attention to my son and my family at the moment. And my mind is kind of full right now. And I never had that before until I had this illness. But I'm standing up, I'm managing, I'm in very little pain. I was able to yell my brains out, but I still can't do it all. And it's still frustrating to me. But I had to share with you because I, I do it every day, good and bad and definitely the ugly. But to know that I am holding my head up on my own because I got those fascial adhesions released. Yes, Ella. I, yes, welcome. There you go, girl. Makes me feel really good. The fact that I sat there and cried like a baby because I couldn't put school supplies together, do the laundry, and try to figure out how to do an Amazon return at the same time. My body just feels like it's overloaded. It's like I'm a power strip and there's not another hole in me to stick it in. Nothing. I am full. I don't have any more knowledge that I can put into my body right now. I can't take another problem to put into my body right now. And I sure as heck didn't need this happening now because I felt like I was on my way. I was making a difference. And then motherhood kicks in and you've got to step in and do something. And then you just, it's just everything's exacerbated. Everything is just a thousand times worse. And it's really not. So I have been struggling with myself today going, I know I need to work on my fascia. I know I need to take care of this part of my body. And now I'm sitting there going, I think there's just one, one more like adhesion in my hip area that's making me feel a little bit unbalanced, a little lopsided. It feels like there's a string holding up my right side up a little bit higher in my pelvis area but we were able to get to adhesions that were on the pelvic floor from my bottom side and it hurt. It really, really, really hurt, but the relief felt so incredible. And also I must recommend that 72 hours after major fascial adhesion releases, <laughs> major fascial adhesion releases, say that 10 times fast, Sometimes your emotions run rampant. Sometimes it's not the best time to make decisions. And you can be very emotional. Can you tell? I figured out how to use parental controls. And I never thought I could. I'm not done yet. I'm going to keep working on it. And because I made 
that difference and I didn't think I could. I'm so proud of myself. My husband left and I was crying because I'm feeling like a failure and I'm just like, I, I'm not getting anything done. And the binders that I thought I could use, I couldn't use. So I have to throw those away. And then I had to find some other on the internet because they're out of stock in Williamsburg. But I was so excited because I figured out the parental control thing. I felt like I gained control. And that's one of the biggest things about this illness is losing control and feeling like everything is out of it. And what was it, Janet Jackson? I'm in control. I mean, I finally felt I don't know. I guess relief. I was like, I can't believe it. If I listened to my husband because he said I was just overwhelmed, I had too much going on, I needed to take a step back. You can't help everybody at one time, Christy. That's what he keeps telling me. They keep telling me, you've got only so many spoons, you've got only so many matches in a day. I'm not listening. I'm bound and determined to make a difference and I'm bound and determined to figure out how to get a little bit more uptime so I can have a little bit more regular quality of lifetime. I can't believe lifetime. <gasps> they can make this into a lifetime movie of the week. Oh my gosh. I could see it now. Oh, uh, ha ha. Uh, I wouldn't ever play myself though. It just wouldn't be good. I'm not a very good actress and I don't think that would be good, but I could do a lifetime movie of the week and that would be kind of neat. The AWOL, a wacky old lady, a zebra. Uh, I don't know. We have to work on this one. But yeah, today's just been off the rockers, off everything, just plain off. And I went through so many different emotions. I think I created a new. <laughs> I mean, I've been crying, I've been happy. I've been overjoyed. I've been fuming mad. I've been completely lost because I can't figure out this special Texas instrument calculator that my son has to use for uh, school, a smart view. I don't know, it's a Texas instrument. It's some kind of T1 or TI-84 computer special calculator that doesn't just have numbers on it. And so I'm like, it's smarter than me. So. I'm sitting here trying not to look at all of the things that aren't done and I'm trying to regroup because I figured out the parental control. I did. And now I'm gonna go one step further and try to keep going and see what else I can do. Because I am the mother, he is the child and he needs to show me a little bit of respect. And I don't like being disrespected. And man, I can't believe I'm standing here and I'm feeling in proper posture. I'm feeling balanced. I feel like now I can take a deep breath because I shared this with you. Man, what a difference. Now, my neck's starting to do its little uh, fidgeting thing, but it just it's, it's just a little stress and I've got to keep working on it. 
but I made improvements, although I did have like a major setback that normally wouldn't have hit me like it did today. So I thought I'd share with you my manic state. I'm trying to just keep a positive attitude and realize I'm gonna do a few more things. I'll feed my son when he comes home from work. Tomorrow when I get up, my destination is this kitchen table. My destination is to sit here and work on paperwork and make the phone calls I need to and make sure that the refunds are done before I have to take my son to his doctor's appointment for his toe. So you see, you're not the only one that has a bad day and you're not the only one that goes topsy-turvy when something that should just be a, I'm disappointed you did that into an all day blow up in your mind because everything is amplified, at least for me with this illness. Everything hits me harder. I feel like I've got one of those demolition wrecking balls just Every time I get up out of bed in the morning, it's like I'm ducking that wrecking ball coming towards my body. And sometimes it hits me and sometimes it doesn't. And today, I feel like I grabbed onto it and I've been riding it back and forth, getting a little banged up, getting a little bruised up, but I'm gonna come out just fine on the other end. I can't believe I figured out this Apple thing without having to call them. I've got my schoolwork and my supply stuff all sitting over there waiting for the binders to come in because they didn't have them. You have to order them. You couldn't get them at the store. So that's getting ready to go. I'll take care of the paperwork tomorrow. And I've got to just realize I can't respond to everybody all at one time. I offer my apologies if I have not responded to you. I promise you I will. And I thank you so much for taking the time to come back each and every day and listen. It means a lot to me. This was my medication today. Just chatting with you has helped me to calm down. And I hope the next time, if this happens to you, I'm so sorry. You won't feel so alone because you know that it happens to at least one other person. I'll definitely admit it. I have some good highs and I have some drastic lows and I have a few in-betweens. But I really appreciate you coming back each and every day. So stay tuned. Let's find out which end of the spectrum I'm going to be on tomorrow? Is it going to be on the happy, happy, happy? Or am, am I going to be at the end with a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Or am I going to be all the way falling apart? I don't know, but we'll find out together. I really appreciate you being here and send me your messages. I love hearing from you. Like us and follow us on, or I think you're supposed to follow us on Spotify. Thank you so much for being a part of AWOL Zebra. It means the world to me that you take the time. And as soon as I get a few of these things all figured out, 
I will be having some more interviews come up. I had to realize I just can't do it all and that if I keep pushing myself, then I'm not going to be any good to anybody. So I'm learning and I'm growing and I appreciate you taking the time to do so with me. Christy Lynn Hanshee, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.